Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Dr. Wagnall. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have noticed recently that I personally have a lot of routines or rituals. I would probably prefer the word routine for some reason. Okay. Ritual sounds almost religious or something, but I have a lot of routines that mm-hmm. I enjoy a lot. Um, and I think they're they're fairly healthy. And I, 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 I we've kind of, I've kind of written down some benefits that I get from these routines, but I'm curious, mm. do you have routines that you like to do a lot or little rituals that you do? Sure. And how do you feel about them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like rituals are, uh, um, you know, people use that, that phrase, uh, I'm a creature of habit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. what that kind of gets at, at least my interpretation of it is that, y- you know, people fall along a spectrum of some people really love spontaneity and kind of like, I mean, we all do to some extent we, we would get bored if everything was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But, um, For but, but it's, but it's sort of a spectrum too. Some people love constant streams of new stuff and they always need to be stimulated with, you know, and then some people really like their kind of their routines and their rituals yeah. and their, um, so you can imagine like a spectrum and everyone kind of falls somewhere along there. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but I think that that gets at the idea that we all, to some extent have this kind of, I don't know if it's a need exactly, but it's, uh, we get something out of having um, routine and consistency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, we could talk more about that, but, but I definitely like that. I like having, I like knowing that, you know, every day or every week or every month or every year, there are going to be certain, I mean, think about holidays. Holidays are kind of an expression of this on yeah, a big like a scale. Like, like we, a, everybody likes looking forward to Christmas. Kind of an annual habit or an annual yeah. routine. Yeah. Right. So anyway, yeah, I, I definitely have some, but let's, let's dive in. Like, what do you, what are you thinking about when you think about rituals or routines that oh, you really, man. my entire day seems like I just go from one <laughs> routine to another, but I enjoy it. I really do. Right. But it's funny, you know, when I started thinking about this, I just realized, wow, from the moment you wake up, you're just kind of doing these routines mm. and, and, and I really enjoy it. So maybe I'm on that, on that spectrum. I really do like a lot of routines. Now, I also like spontaneity too. I like to do fun sure. things and different things and novel things, but I really do love my routines as well. So, um, man, from the, from the time I wake up, you know, making coffee has become a, a recent kind of routine that I'm really enjoying, you know, just the process of, of that and, and the order and sequence in which I kind of make my coffee, take my shower, get new, you know, it's just kind of a morning routine that I really enjoy. I get my daughter to school. It's just, there's kind of a sequential order of events that happens okay, wait, there, and but, I really like that. But I think most people most people do this. Most people wake up, drink coffee, take a shower, maybe take their kids to school. Why Why do you think you relish it so much? Like, what is it specifically that's that's so enjoyable you decided we should do an episode on it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that a lot of people would think about that. Well, a lot of these routines I think I've constructed because they are somewhat appealing to me. Or I've noticed I construct routines really sometimes when there's an irritation. So, Mm. um, you know, noticing that, um, you know, my daughter wasn't getting to school on time sometimes. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, what's going on there? And and how do I order this so that I'm getting everything done and we're getting out the door in time? And then you kind of make that a habit. And then pretty soon you just kind of like that process. I can start liking a process pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something just soothing about that sequen- sequential order of events that I just kind of know if I go about it this way, everything gets done and we're out of here on time. 
and man, in the middle of it, I get to do this little thing that I like to do, and it, it just becomes kind. Of, it kind of mm-hmm. takes on a life of its own. And it seems like it, it sort of works in two ways. It it might have um, like making and certainly drinking coffee can be enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. It sort of adds a positive to your experience. Um, but having a, a morning routine that's sort of orderly and predictable, it also decreases stress. Yeah. That's, right? that's, and, that, and that's, I think that's what initially starts the routine for me mm-hmm. is there's a decrease in stress somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, at night I kind of prep for the next day. Um, I don't, I don't pick the clothes I'm going to wear or anything, but I definitely have my gym clothes laid out so that that's kind mm-hmm. of done. And it's just, and it's part of a routine. I like, you know, shoes and getting everything kind of laid out Why, in order. Break that down. Why do you think you like getting your gym clothes ready the evening before? I mean, I get that it's helpful and that it makes mm-hmm. the next morning less stressful. Maybe even makes it more likely that you'll work out. I just, but what I, do you I just feel prepared that way. I just feel like I'm more ready for the next day. Mm. If I, if I do these rituals, the day just will run a little smoother and it's not, it's not, um, I'm very careful about my routines and making sure that I vary them sometimes or that I just don't do them because I don't want to get too attached to them. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to get to the point where if I don't do it, I feel anxious or frustrated, <laughs> you know? So, but I've just found that by doing those routines, I just feel more comfortable and at peace and I don't have to worry and, and mm-hmm. think about so much. I think that's what it does. It eliminates a lot of cognitive load where you're just not thinking about a lot of things all the time. Wait, wait, explain cognitive load a little bit. You know, as I go home, I'm not thinking about all the things I've got to do to get ready to go to the gym. I just kind of know where everything's going to be. I kind of know the order of those things and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out the door. You know, it just it just reduces the amount of um, process, you know, cognitive processing I'm doing or kind of thinking yeah. out or planning. It kind of just, it's already planned out. It's already done. I just got to kind of follow follow the routine. Yeah, I this is big picture how I think about a lot of my routines is that they they are helpful because you know your your life is full of it's like some combination of things you have to do mm-hmm. and things you really want to do. Sure. And sometimes there's an overlap. Some things are kind of both, but mm-hmm. um to me a routine helps me automate the have tos so I have more time and energy to spend on the want tos. Mhm. 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 Right, like th- this idea of cognitive load. Like if you're, even just what to, like <laughs> my, this isn't a routine exactly, but my wardrobe is extremely simple. My <laughs> right. work wardrobe is yeah. the exact same pants, right? And like all my, sh- I have slightly different shirts, but they're all the same color. Right. And the reason for that is I don't want to have to think about <laughs> what I wear in the morning. Like I don't want to waste time and energy and even like get mildly frustrated right. or annoyed. Right. Because yeah, in the moment that's just one little bit of annoyance, but like over a lifetime, uh-huh. that's a lot of time <laughs> and energy actually. Compound and annoyance. I, I can think of so many things I would rather be putting that yeah. time and energy into. Yeah. Um, that like, yeah. So I just, I create these little routines to eliminate. Yeah. That, that just automate. Yeah. These kind of decisions and little mild stressors throughout the day, right? And and I think that's the perfect cue is if you're finding an irritation. I mean, I mean, if you've got bigger issues, major stressors, want to look that maybe in a different way. But if you (laughs) when you're going throughout your day and you're finding these minor irritations repeatedly over and over and over again, there's probably a process you could get put in that would just eliminate that altogether Mm -hmm. and automate it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, again, it's kind of creating for me. It's it's about creating a habit. And then learning to really enjoy the habit and the processes involved in that habit and that routine. And then it just becomes something you want to do. See, I think that's interesting. I, I think people don't 
they think about habits um, too in in too much of a binary way. They think about it either as a habit is there to make things easier, to make things less stressful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or there's some habit that will be good and that will be helpful to me, so I want to start it. They, they don't think about it's usually habits are easier to actually start and maintain if they include both mm-hmm. of those aspects, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they help alleviate some sort of pain or stress or mm-hmm. annoyance. Kind of negatively reinforcing. Yep, but they also add some kind of positive to your experience. Both negative and positively reinforcing. So going into habit or routine formation with both of those in mind, I think is kind of an underrated Yeah, and then that third element for me is just finding some happiness. Well, I guess that's what you're saying is positively reinforcing. Mm -hmm. The the process of just enjoying that habit. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an example of this. I, I, in my practice, I work with a lot of clients with insomnia. And one of the best things almost anyone who's got insomnia can do is start getting start to get up at the same time every single day. Mm-hmm. Usually, and, and but here, here's the hard part about it: you want if you're going to get up at the same time every day, it, by almost by default, it has to be the earliest time you need to get up during the week. Mm. So, like you, you know, if if on weekends you sleep until nine, right? You can't set nine as the time you're going to get up every day because in the you know weekdays you got to get up at six right. or seven, right? So what that means is you got to get up on the weekends at six. Whew. Whew. Right. <laughs> um, it's a sacrifice. And I won't get into why this is so helpful for sleep, <laughs> but the point is like, it's really, it's a really beneficial habit to start getting mm-hmm. up at the same time every single day, but it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're only doing it because you know, down the line, it's going to help your sleep. That's often not enough to get people over right. the hump. So right. one of the best things you can do is, to build a morning routine that's really enjoyable. Yeah. What do I do at 6 a.m. on Saturday? I yeah. I coffee. I go. Because if you, you roll over and your alarm clock goes off and you think, oh, my God, it's 6. Like, I could easily sleep in another hour. Mm. What, what am I going to do? Just get, get in the car and go to work? Like, that sounds miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll over again. Yeah. 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 Um, but if your morning routine, like, this is a goofy example, but uh, I worked with a guy who he, he loved video games. But he's an adult and he has kids and the family. And uh-huh. like, so he always felt guilty about wanting to play video games. Uh-huh. So what, maybe I've talked about this before, but one of the things we found with him is getting up early was that was his time to play video games. So for like 45 minutes at like six in the morning, he would play video games. And it was way easier to get out of bed in the morning at uh-huh. this early time because he knew he got some, there was something enjoyable he got to do. He'd probably wake him up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was excited. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That, that's a perfect example of that. There's a minor irritation. I'm mm-hmm. not getting to play this game. How can I put that in an automated process that allow me to do it, mm-hmm. and get about my day, and stay still be functional? Here's a perfect way. And he probably enjoys it. Gets up every morning. Gets to play his little game, and then head out on the day. What's what's I think surprising about it though is most people when they, when they have a problem like that. Their default strategy is, well, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna get out of bed because I know I need to. Mm. And it's kind Will, of a willpower, a, re, a behavior that's done out of that reaction of frustration. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, but there's no plan. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. but that's the the beauty of like routines like this is it's a it's a plan. It's a playbook. You've got right. actual like specifics and and things. It's not just you relying on. Your own, and your, yeah, own, yeah. your own memory and your yeah, your own memory. Yeah, yeah, because my memory just never worked. I always thought the other way, you know, that oh, I'll just I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. No, and I think I think I I am relatively good at creating routines and habits and kind of 
automating out the stressful things in my life because I know I have terrible willpower. Yeah. Like that, I, if, I, <laughs> if, I, if that's the only thing I'm relying on to start something new, there's no way it's going to happen. I'm so, I lack so much confidence in my willpower that I have to rely on building routines. But I will say that relying on your routines is, I think, I think increasing my willpower in that I know, hey, you know, about 10 o'clock, hey, my, my nighttime routine kicks in, you know? And if I adhere to that, I have a much better night, I have a much better morning. So it, it kind of makes me like think, oh, I need to do that routine. Or I want to do that routine. I think it gets rid of the need for willpower. I think it just you just don't even need willpower. But isn't isn't oh because the the routine is so reinforcing. It makes it easier. Not, it smooths it all yeah. out. You need willpower when there's friction, right? But the the cool thing about a routine is it smooths out the friction, so that you don't even need to push yourself that hard. So I will say this then that maybe in the beginning when you're trying to form that habit, you'll need some willpower there. Maybe a little bit, but, but a little bit, but, but it's quickly reinforcing too. So well, and less than you would think if you're smart and creative about the way you build rituals and routines. What do you mean by that? Well, th- this guy, like you could say, okay, if I want to get up early in the morning, I'm gonna. My strategy is I'm gonna take a shower right away, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna have my clothes laid out so I don't need to. Now, th- those are fine, right? Mm-hmm. But the genius of I'm going to play video games first thing in the morning is it's really appealing. Mm-hmm. This guy didn't need any willpower once he came up with that one. I want to do it. Because the appeal of playing video games literally pulled him all the way. He didn't need to push it all. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's, that's maybe somewhat of an extreme example, but I think it demonstrates the point that y- you need to be creative yeah. and like think outside the box in terms of like pretend like you couldn't rely on willpower at all yeah. and you had to create something that was so compelling a routine that will just kind of be that it would just pull you yeah that's a good way to look at it and sometimes there's not routines like you know there's nothing great about certain things prepping for something maybe but realizing that if i'm prepared for this in this way with this routine it'll go better maybe that's reinforcing enough to pull you through it as well i don't know it, to me it's just really easy to start liking a process once it becomes a process, that in itself is appealing enough to me to... Do you think about it in the moment? Oh, yeah. I'm smiling. Like you actively are like relishing. Ear to ear smile. Yeah. It's goofy. <laughs> goofy. It's bad. But I just find that when I do that, my life just runs so much smoother. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. If something, an opportunity comes up, I want to be spontaneous too. And I want to do new things as well. But man, for just automating a lot of these processes and reducing that, cognitive load or stress or whatever you want to call it and then just I just really enjoy the process so, mm-hmm. yeah they just become kind of a rewarding in and of themselves I would actually argue that you're you're more able to be genuinely spontaneous if you have really good sort of discipline and routines in most of your life because here I think that is ultimate freedom yeah totally yeah I, th- I think about college and I I was I was pretty disciplined with study habits in college um, not because, not because I had a lot of willpower or like I thought I was better than anyone else, but just because I, it was so hard for me to like go to a party knowing that I had a paper I should be writing. Yeah. It was like stressful. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I, <laughs> yeah. When I want to have fun, I just want to have fun. You know, that's a good way to look at it too. I mean, if, if there are these kind of stressors in your life, there's, there, you, there's a routine that's better and, and it's ultimately freedom. 
Right. Freedom from stress and worry and, and frustration and, and irritation. And not just freedom from, freedom to. Like freedom to mm-hmm. enjoy things purely. Yeah, because you did your homework on time, tonight you can go to the party. Uh, yeah. You don't have to worry about I don't about have to think about either. anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's ultimately. I, well, you can look at the way people do their finances, with the way they exercise and eat. It's the same thing. If they're not mindful of that, you know, if they have kind of a, a process for that, then then it probably right. works and they're free to do a lot more mm-hmm. things than if they're not and they're behind in their bills and they're doing this. That's so stressful. But I think part of it is that there's this confusion, which is really understandable, that, well, if I build too many, like, routines into my life, it's, it's all going to be drudgery and I'm just going to be a slave to my mm-hmm. routines and I'm going to be boring and... When in fact, I think, sure, you, you can go overboard, yeah. but much more likely Or you're going to free up a ton of time. Tons of time. To do what you want to b- do. Both logistical time, but also like you're going to free up mental space, like yeah. headspace, emotional space. Yeah. Things are just going to feel easier and more yeah. spacious. Yeah, you see um, sometimes with anxiety or depression, depression people just not handling things they should. They, there's no routine there to address some of those mm-hmm. things, and things are just kind of piling up on them, and... Um, helping them start routines to handle things is, is really effective because they start just kind of feel like they're more um, in charge of their own life. You know, they've got more control over right. their life. Uh, you see it with anxiety where there's just this frantic running from thing to thing because they're always trying to stamp out some fire or take care of some yeah. issue. And uh, it's like, man, introducing routines there allows them to not be consumed with constantly running from one thing to another and um, putting up those fires. So, and to me, a lot of these routines take care of a lot of really easy, low-hanging fruit kind of problems. Mm-hmm. I think, too, it's also one thing people struggle with is they their idea of routines or rituals are things you things you kind of inherit or fall into. I mean, literally, think of think of rituals. Like, oh, think right. of, like, holiday. They just de- they're, they're kind of naturally developing on their own. Yeah, they just happen to. You just fall yeah. into, like, I don't know, you have kids and you just end up changing diapers and you end up like to you know wednesday soccer yeah we gotta go and, to, and yeah. that's true you, i think we all inherit and just sort of like assume life, find ourselves create some routines yeah in for routines you. and rituals yeah but what that does is it it makes people think that's the only way to approach routines mm-hmm. they don't think of them as like creative things you can choose and to construct. build and implement yeah. in your life totally agree if you're mindful and um and realize that you can construct whatever kind of ritual you want to do. Yeah. Uh, there's the beauty of it and the freedom in there too, to kind of design it the way you want, the way that feels the best, the way that works the best for you. Yeah. And I think that's part of the intrinsic appeal of rituals for, for me anyway. It sounds like for you too, is it? it's a little, you get a little bit of that gratification, gratification that you get from when you build something on your own, yeah. when you create something. When you like fix something, yeah, right? It feels really gratifying. One of my um, routines came out of of being in the gym and getting ready to come home, you know, that shower or whatever, and then realizing, oh, I forgot this at home, you know, Um, soap or I forgot this towel or, and it was like, ugh, I need a routine (laughs) to get this figured. And now I have a routine in like the order I put things in my bag so that when I get to there, I just pull it all out in one chunk in the locker, put it in there, but I... I don't have to worry about anything being gone because right. the habit of 
here, you know, this goes in first, then this, then this, then this, yep. then this, then that. And then I zip this and then I do. That's a great example. You just go and, and you can go to the gym and just put everything away. And then you don't have to worry about, oh, did I forget this? Or you don't have to open the door and go, oh, crud, I forgot this. And um, even I, that just puts a smile on my face, putting the bag together. Because I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm not even have to think about this. It's dorky. You're laughing at no, me. I'm laughing <laughs> because I, I think I need a lesson in this one in particular. Because the number of times I have... <laughs> had to use an old t-shirt as a towel oh god oh god so many times so many times and it was so frustrating to get to the gym and be like where is my left shoe uh, why is my right <laughs> shoe in the bag and not my left shoe you know, i was so disorganized so I, and i think that 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 might be why i like routines because i think i'm um naturally kind of disorganized yeah and and giving get the getting these routines just makes it more organized and makes everything run smoother where are you what's your percentile rank for being a detail-oriented person oh god <laughs> if an it's accountant bad. is it you know this was my thing in grad school if I, I mean i didn't get a lot of negative feedback but if i did it was like mm, you missed this thing you know and so I think gonna, this is I'm why we get along. average i'm gonna say i'm average but i'm definitely not great i don't think i'm horrible i could be a lot better yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm mildly below average, I think. Yeah, I might like be I, in there with you. And I, I think I'm I'm way below average compared to other skills that I have. Like yeah. I'm pretty competent yeah. in a lot of ways, but I'm shockingly bad when it comes to being detail oriented. I would actually <laughs> say I think my my routines are helping me with this. Though. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Because I'm developing so many because it's easy to find the areas of minor irritation where it's like, oh, I forgot to do that. Right. And, and then just kind of start implementing a habit. But that's the, the, that's the creative part about it. In, instead of like w- trying to will your way through it again or, or beating oh, yeah. yourself up yeah. for, if I, for missing stuff. Or if stuff. I just told myself, I've got to do better at that. Right. Like, Being a hard ass with yourself. Instead no. say, okay, here's the solution. Here's how I'm going to do it. And then I'll admit some of my routines change because it's like, look, that's just not working. Right. You know? Clearly and, that didn't work. Or that, that didn't feel <laughs> right. You know, I could do this or that or I could refine it this way. So they're always in process. But And then life will hand you a new thing you do in your life and you'll have to develop routines around that probably. But I think it's a good idea to be able to have that ability to build routine and, and be creative about it, enjoy it and, and, uh, live a more functional life. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.